just for a second, so just to see What's up, what's up, guys? We are live. Do, 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 do. Welcome to another <sighs> Underground STL Live episode, a show that brings you a street-level view of the greater St. Louis area, taking you deep into the topics that matter the most to St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and to my right is... Hey, everybody. It is your friend, your lover, all-around awesome guy, Tyrese. I am excited to be with you guys here today. Let's have fun. Damn right. We also have the lovely Dara on the show with us tonight, offering her deep feminine insight on things is oh, feminine or I mean would you consider yourself feminine are you more masculine are you more feminine are you like right in the De- middle definitely more feminine. are you like masculine or can you no, be both yeah. I, I mean I yeah like I can shoot guns and like ride four-wheelers and all that shit but I like jewelry and wearing makeup and dressing like a girl don't we eyes don't we eyes and to my left is the man in the chair, the one with the magic fingers pressing all those keys, the producer of our show, Booster. How you doing, Booster? I'm doing great, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Underground St. Louis. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I just want to make sure I remind all of you guys to jump into those comments because we want to hear from you guys. Yes, absolutely. And girls. And girls. Booster, Angels. you sexist. No, Booster, no, he had it right. We just want to hear from the guys. Thank you, Booster, for letting that, us know, know about that, man. All right, we have a great show tonight. Remember, if you are watching us live on Facebook, YouTube, comment down below and join in on the conversation. Also, you guys can call in live at 314-732-0303. Again, that number is 314-732-0303. So, Dara uh, is joining us tonight for the first time since our Valentine's I know, Day episode so of last year. Uh, what have you been up to since, Dara? Oh my God, so many things. So last time I was here, I actually was a digital account coordinator at Vivial, and now I work for Nestle Purina downtown as a talent advisor. I am, I have my own business now on the side, oh, Venti's, wow. put in my plug right there, just have to do that. Um, and I am just rocking and rolling with the punches of 2020, let me tell you. So you're doing a lot better than us, is what you're trying to say. You're trying to throw that in our face there. Okay. No, what is this All What right. is this business, Ventees? What is this business, Ventees, that you're on? So it is an e-commerce t-shirt site. So initially, my brother-in-law started it actually back in September 2018, and he started it with just Venn diagram type of t-shirts. Um, and then it evolved into, he just says funny shit all the time. He's just very silly and goofy, and he started putting like sayings on stuff and then making like holiday type of shirts and then now um we it's really funny we were actually wasted one night and um he was like hey you know I know that you're wanting to get back into marketing like you've been doing this talent advisor role for a while for Nestle Purina he's like well you know I have this t-shirt business and we got to talking and I was like yeah I would love to do that the motherfucker Venmo's me a thousand dollars and is like you start tomorrow and oh that, wow okay yeah that lit a fire under my ass I'm like oh I guess I have a business and then um um, things kind of came together and now this year I'll be launching my own line March 2021 um, so things are going well really exciting yeah yeah you had a you had that that shirt that said uh, it said WAP and WAP and a WAP and it said it was like wrapping all presents and it was all Christmas oh yeah wrap mm-hmm. okay. all presents instead of wet ass you know what else yeah. would it stand for what is what's the other thing uh, that's not. the only thing that I can associate those words with. what ass you know picnic table okay there we go <laughs> well i'm good to hear i'm like you're doing awesome man um no so like all right so do you think that you can be the woman here on the show who keeps us boys in line i don't think there is a woman in the world to keep you guys in line but i'll be here to offer my opinion and keep it real for well, those are nice <laughs> for those of you that so we always wanted we've we wanted a woman personality on the show for a while so tonight's the first night that we're actually testing Dara out so if Dara uh, yeah, so yeah go. so if so if Dara is uh, works out and she's uh, she's good uh, we'll keep her on so guys make sure you comment down below if you like Dara guys make sure also if you have not already to subscribe to us over on YouTube follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram also if you like our show invite your friends to like uh, follow us like us you can also catch our show on Spotify Google Apple Podcasts, and you can always check out our website at undergroundstl.com for exclusive content because after all we go deep let's move into the first topic of the night and that is the new St. Louis Blues <laughs> Helmets, okay. The new so basically the Blues will play this Wednesday against the Avalanche in their first game of the 2021 season, but their helmets are going to look slightly different. Slightly, okay. Slightly different. We actually have a picture mm. uh, on here, but yeah, Blues president and CEO Chris Zimmerman said Thursday the club will place the logos of rental car giant Enterprise and 
Stifle or Stifle? Stifle. Is it Stifle? Stifle. Okay. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, Stifle Financial Corporation on its helmets during the 2020 and 20 or 2021 NHL season. Uh, Enterprise's logo will be featured on the Blues' white road helmet. And Stiefel, did I say that right? Stiefel, you got Stiefel it. Will like be the, the Stiefel chase. Yeah, like <laughs> will, will be the sponsor for the team's blue home helmet. So it's just the logo on the side of it. Yeah. That's yep. it. I'm how do we feel about this? It'd be this. more exciting. It's new helmets right now. How do you? How do? You, how do you feel about this? I mean, I'm just underwhelmed right now. <laughs> I mean, like. I knew you had that in the thing. I thought it was going to be some awesome design on the helmets, but right now it's just a logo on the side of helmets. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I don't have any opinion about this at all, man. It's just somebody else go. So, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I when when I would think like Enterprise and Stiefel or whatever, like, yeah, putting their logos on, like, it is branding and stuff like that. But it just seems like, like you were saying, it's like underwhelming. Well, now the Stiefel one looks pretty nice though, like the the way they logo on it. But like, let's go with back. the Enterprise let's, let's one real quick. I need it, to... it literally looks like they just put the sticker on the white helmet. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they did. Yeah. When, when That's I was what happened when I was younger and I used to like skateboard, ride bikes, and stuff like that. What we would do is we would find like cool stickers that we would get like from like a skateboard company and stuff like that, and I would always decorate my helmet in them. That's exactly <laughs> what it fucking looks. like. You wore like. a helmet skateboarding. Well, yeah, like if you, if you had a, if you had to go to a skate park, <laughs> if you had to go to a skate park, you Uncool. needed you needed a helmet if you went oh, yeah. if you went to a skate park. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't that good, but still, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so I uh, yeah, so Derek, well, Derek, what do you think of the helmets? So. I think it's it's fine. You know, Enterprise, of course, you have the Enterprise Center that is their arena. And then you have Stiefel, which is actually owned by the Blues, which I think is absolutely awesome. However, I feel like they're they're doing fine financially. You know what I mean? Like, do they really need that extra plug? Are like, they, though? Well, they are. So actually, um, the Enterprise is, of course, one of the largest um, rental companies actually in the world. Um, who's who's doing who's doing well? The Blues or like these companies? Enterprise and Stiefel are oh, doing okay. well. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm, that I'm putting that. Got um, so they're so enterprise is actually doing like I think twenty two point five billion or something right now, um, doing very well overall. And then Stiefel is actually up in their stocks um, and is doing really well as well. So if you think about it, if you're going to talk about promoting St. Louis or promoting you know the community within St. Louis. Why wouldn't you put, you know, a small business logo and do that plug that people are actually, you know, suffering right now due to the pandemic versus Stiefel and Enterprise where they're okay. Like they're struggling, but they're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think it's more, I think it's more when I saw this more of the blues or the blues. Okay. Like what is the team doing? Is it just like, Hey, are we putting this on there for a sponsorship because we need money from Enterprise? Yeah. So, all right. So this is, this is the whole thing. So the helmet sponsorships are actually one of several efforts the league and its teams are executing to drum up new revenue streams during the shortened 56-game season because it's a, it's a shortened season. They're playing less games. Um, they're, they're not um, – Enterprise and Steve are not the only companies, though, that are jumping on board with this. The NHL announced four companies, um, Discover, Honda, uh, Mass Mutual, and Scotiabank. They will serve as sponsors for its four-division uh, during the uh, 2021 season, and uh, be, uh, vice Pre- uh, ex- executive vice president and chief revenue officer Steve Chapman of the Blues said, "In a season like this, what you're trying to do is try to find value for your partners. It is a short season. It is a sprint to the finish. It's going to be exciting, but it's not as long a season as we've normally had. So basically, like what these sponsors do is they pay money for a whole season. They got a shortened season now, so they're like, hmm." How can we get your name out there more and you still pay us the same thing? At least that's what I took from that. Booster, weigh in, weigh in on this, man. Uh, I would say that it's uh, not that uncommon. Uh, for years and years and years, uh, sports teams have used corporate logos on all of their uniforms to promote their partners. Uh, uh, Arsenal from the Premier League famously has fly Emirates all over their uniforms, have for years. Uh, additionally, like... Uh, Teams in Finland, uh, a lot of the Finnish leagues, the DEL, the Deutsche Ice Hockey Liga, all of them have uh, promotions for their corporate partners, too. So it's fairly standard for the industry. American uh, professional sports leagues are among the only leagues that can actually get this done. So uh, they're the only ones uh, that actually have the ability to uh, like not have to put their corporate logos on there. Even though they still advertise pretty heavily, you know, the Taco Bell Nabisco moment of the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Geico. Uh, all that kind of <laughs> stuff all, like happens absolutely constantly. Um, 
Yeah. So that's I how know. I feel about it. It's just kind of a normal thing to do, honestly. I feel like it's that's just, true. I don't think it's going to change anything. It's not going to, like, people aren't going to stop watching. Oh, no. Hockey not because at all. it's like, oh, they sold out. Those are some sellouts right now. <laughs> with the, They could put anything on their helmets. Yeah. But it, when I saw that we were talking about this tonight, I was really hoping because it's it's always seems like the uh, the goalies have the coolest helmets they in do. all hockey. So I was like, are we going to do this, like, for everybody, do you get to design your own helmets? But it was like, no, we're just putting stickers on on the helmet. So I was just like, okay, guys, you might like goalie like, masks then, because those are all, like almost all unique. Uh, many many goalies in the NHL, yeah, don't they do their, like their own artists. artwork and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, so they have like artists actually that? spray yeah. paint their uh, their helmets for them, and like all of them. Uh, some of them incorporate kind of like elements of their nicknames. Sometimes it's just like the city. I remember uh, like Jake Allen a long time ago had like uh, the St. Louis skyline mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah. He actually had the arch that. in it. So, yeah, it was pretty cool stuff. Do you think anybody would be mad about this? Like any diehard blue fans, do you think they would be um, mad about no. seeing the logo on here? I think if they're diehard blue fans, they're more excited to actually see the games. Yeah. The fact Possibly that they're playing than, this year. <laughs> yeah, they're actually having fun and being able to do this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, perfectly understandable to me, I guess. I do have another question. Now, you you hit this there a little bit about it. It's like, hey, little mom and pop stores would be more beneficial to have that logo in there. What would you be most excited to see on a blues helmet? Like, name oh one God. store where you'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they put that on the helmet. I don't even know. That's like a hard question. You put me on the spot there. I can't think of like just one right off of the top of my head. I think I could get you. I feel like Sam and Booster coming from South City. You guys are always talking about these mom and pop stores. JP Morgan. They're like, like grocery stores or something like that. Like, like, what like would a, you be like? like? An actual business. That. Yeah. Because I feel like you'll get most excited if you found like a. Like for me in North County, if it was like my Chinese restaurant that I used to go with and all the kids, I was like, I can't believe that is there. So can you like think about a restaurant that only I, I mean, you there, know there's, about? There's or you tons feel like of you, there's tons like if of Pepper's stuff. Bar and Grill was on there. Would you be like, yeah, I mean, there's, Pepper's would be cool. Yeah, yeah, right? overall is yeah. cool. There's there's tons of there's tons of small restaurants that I would that I would love to see. Um, what would be, what would be really cool is like underground St. Like, Louis was on like, there. You know how like NASCAR, uh, <laughs> you see like all of their um. You know, you see all their logos and stuff like that, NASCAR and stuff like that. Um, that is, you know, I would love to see like sports teams actually have that, and that way we could have like you know like Peppers like, or you know like all saying? over like, their like their fucking uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's distracting. I don't like that. <laughs> but see, but then <laughs> but like that, that would <laughs> that would bring in tons more revenue. Uh, UFC used to do it all the fucking time. Like all their shorts and stuff like that, it was all their sponsors, and they would have a banner when they first fought, and this and that. And then Dana White fucked it over, and uh, how did he fuck it over? Well, now they're all sponsored by Reebok. They oh, all have yeah. to be sponsored by Reebok, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the problem. And they can't like say like, mm-hmm. oh, tap out can't pay them something. So now they're they're losing money, and guys left the UFC because they're making more money. They might not be making more money a fight, but they're making more money. Uh, sponsorship wise at other um, big venues that, uh, or that like actually that. happens in a lot of professional sports now is kind of the uh, the various advertising rev- revenues from uh, like the jerseys and kit that the players wear mm-hmm. a lot of them are actually only sponsored by one team because they signed it or one uh, one company because the league actually signs a deal so like uh we uh, the blue or the NHL rather had Reebok for a long time and they switched to Adidas. And I think uh, I think the uh, NFL did Nike at one point. They they, they also flip flop mm. back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Nike, they signed con- Reebok, like, yeah. six year contracts, Adidas, all that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They, no, but so like so you guys, you know, uh, do you think like it you know makes them look cheap though the the helmets and just, just just a little, little bit, bit. that just design. Let's pop up the design again. <laughs> Not the Stafel one. Am I saying that right? Stafel. Stafel. Why we saying Stafel? Is it the St. Louis Stafel? Default. Looks the pretty. Default it looks good. I don't know what that logo right there. The enterprise one is just like, all right, we need money. And you said both of these <laughs> these companies own the blues, right? So no, uh, no, no, no. Enterprise is obvious. They're like their um, arena, and then Stiefel, the blues owns Stiefel. Yeah, oh. Enter- enterprise owns the naming rights to uh, the arena. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. like, I mean, like, and then you uh, have Chicago Stiefel Theater. <laughs> Yeah, Stiefel yeah, Theater. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're just another. I think they're another part owner of the Blues. I think they're just one of the corporate partners that they have. So it's not specifically 
anything like that. But I mean, they are both St. Louis companies. So like Stiefel is based here. So is Enterprise. Oh, so they nice. are technically local Enterprise. businesses. Oh, yeah, they are. We'll, we'll give it to them, though. I'll give it to them. It did. You, I think you hit the ball on the head, Sam, where he's like <laughs> the ball on the head. The ball on the head. That's Nailed. the new saying. No, 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 no. It's the ball on the head. I'm trying to make it a thing. Do you? Okay. Um, where it kind of gave off that little feeling that it was like, all right, are you guys... Are you guys okay? Are you struggling? It, Are you doing okay? It definitely, <laughs> right? it definitely okay? puts them in financial burden. Like it looks, it looks like financial burden. I think every sports team suffers. Here, here's something that you can do to, to you know, make money. Open everything back up. <laughs> yeah, there's one way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's um, crazy. Yeah. Second, second idea. Open everything. Second open idea. everything back up. Just you know, uh, let people in. Account. You want to go to the game? <laughs> go for it. Like you know, do a whole season. Just do it. Just open everything back up. Uh, I'm no. going strip calendar when so, you just have all the blues players. <laughs> you got January right there. You sell yeah. it. You're going to get a lot more money than He's on my team. anything. So that's what we're going to go with yeah. right there. So, guys, uh, St. Louis Blues is not the only people that have something going on. We also have, shifting away from the blues, let's focus on no, another local. No, you know I love the blues. Now, let's focus on another local <laughs> sports team, our very own St. Louis Ambush. Oh, undefeated Ambush? Yes. Are they, yes. they, they also No, right no, they're one, and, they're one and two. But okay. hey, let's take a look at what's going going on with them <laughs> hit it booster st louis ambush update and that is how it is done this is sam cat and zero with your st louis ambush update the ambush have won their first game of the season six to five in a seesaw battle against the dallas sidekicks this past saturday going into the second half of the game the ambush were down two to one ambush defender axel duarte Scored for the ambush 30 seconds into the third quarter, tying the game 2-2. It was then after a Dallas player was blue-carded for a dangerous play that Daduka Carvalho capitalized, making it 3-2 for the ambush. That's right. Mess with the bull, you get the Carvalho. And then get this. Former ambush forward. That's right. Former ambush forward Freddie Mugen then scored against his former team on a restart for a 3-3 tie. Traitor! I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. In the fourth, it became tied again, 4-4, 4-4 in the fourth. But eventually, the ambush took the lead, making it 6-4 with goals from Leotovic and Almeida. And then that darn traitor, Freddie Mugen, comes out and sneaks one in at the end of the game, bringing the final score to six for the ambush and five for the sidekicks. The cool thing about this game was that all six of the ambush goals were scored by six different players on the team. McGee, Duarte, uh, Kojikov, Dudica, and, uh, Miotovic, and Almeida. Talk about teamwork, guys. Six goals, six different players. I think one of them was a defensive player, too, which is great. We are getting our swag on, and hopefully we can end with a winning season. Dallas outshot the ambush 29-22. However, ambush goalkeeper Paolo stopped 20 shots on 25 chances in earning his first win of the season, while Gamboa made 10 saves on 16 chances in goal for the sidekicks. Big shout out to Dennis on Facebook for helping me with pronouncing players' names. I know I don't always get them right. I have a complicated last name too that always gets mispronounced. Trust me, I feel ya. I'm trying. The home opener for the ambush is slated for Saturday, January 16th, when the cross-state rival Kansas City Comets come to town for a 7.05 p.m. affair at the Family Arena. Let's go ahead and kick their butts all the way back to KC. Tickets for the upcoming home games are available at the Family Arena box office or online at Ticketmaster.com. I am Sam Catanzaro, and don't forget to follow Underground St. Louis for more weekly St. Louis Ambush updates. St. Louis Ambush Update. Oh. All right, all right, all right. That was your St. Louis Ambush Update. Uh, yeah, no, fucking... Uh... So St. Louis Ambush, they're one and they're one and two right now. They're one and two. They won their first game. So Woo. there we go. Yeah, we need to go. We we need to go. When it's are we gonna go? It's a Saturday. Let's this go Saturday. this Saturday. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna January go. January sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, Booster, what is the second topic of the night, babe? Uh, we're talking about St. Louis restaurants that America cannot lose. We're talking about places with tons of history mm. and obviously great food and environment atmosphere. I believe they call it. 
Yes. yes. So if we lose these restaurants, then all America is drinking loose. All hope is lost. The the system is broken down. We got to move to like Canada or something like that. If these restaurants, we no, we've got to rebuild Canada. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. All right. So within the past year, so many restaurants throughout the country have been forced to close, go out of business, or had had or have had their business drastically impacted by COVID nineteen restrictions. Uh, Esquire magazine made a list of one hundred restaurants so critical to our identity as a food nation that a. America can't afford to lose them. On this list were three St. Louis institutions. I feel like they should be higher, but I'm a little biased. Uh, Blueberry Hill was the first one. Okay. Have you okay. guys, when was the last time you guys went to Blueberry Hill? I got to admit, it was when I was like 14. Right. You had to be like, young because yeah. the Delmore Loop is about like teenagers, especially when I was there because yeah. it was like, hey, let's let's party. So I haven't been there since I was like probably like just starting college. Probably. No, no. We went there one night and just started doing shots. You and I. <laughs> but I go to know. every place and start doing I know, shots. I don't count that. I'm Blueberry talking about I'm I was saying. seriously we like going together. to Blueberry Hill because you know what? I want to go try them out. I want to enjoy the nightlife. I don't count when I'm trying to get wasted here. When was that time that we went out there? It was it was like a couple of years ago, but we were there. Okay, there yeah, there we were there. there. We were there. He was um, too drunk to remember. So you went you were there like fourteen. You said like mm-hmm. as a teenager or something like that. Like I mean they I, can they even allow like underage people in there? I guess like to eat with well, your family with, and stuff like that. I was with like family, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. It was yeah, during yeah. the daytime. We I, weren't partying or anything. Dara at 14 <laughs> is like, like, she's just, she had some issues. When, yeah, she had some issues when she was younger. Um, yeah, no, I, I was there about a year ago. Luke was in town and I went down and uh, my, my friend's uncle plays in a band. And uh, and he was uh, and he was down in the duck room and stuff like that. It was it was a great time. The duck the duck room's great. And the duck room has so much room. history. Okay, so uh, in at Blueberry Hill, uh, they have live music. The duck room is where Chuck Berry, the Godfather of rock and roll, played a monthly show there for two hundred months in a row. And Chuck Berry's from St. Louis, Godfather mm-hmm. rock and roll, all that type of stuff. Months, two hundred months in a row, like one time, like one time every month, a or monthly like show, okay. always at. And you know what? For a guy who's that famous back then, I mean, he was huge. To have that like loyalty to a hometown venue is significant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's yeah. kind of what made them. They also have good burgers, good food, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, can you Blueberry see why Hill on that list. One. Can you be like, all right, I can see that. I could. I can see but, that one. But also one. like mm-hmm. but also like Blueberry Hill, like there's tons of other spots uh-huh. in St. Louis, you know. So we're we're gonna get to that. I the, think the it's second more one, of a, like with the Blueberry Hill, is not that that's the restaurant. I think it's who owns that restaurant is the reason. Like that person, I can't think of his name right now. He's got a but generic he owns name. like he owns like all of Delmore. He's like the reason that the Delmore loop is so like he owns he owns Pe- uh, peacock diner he owns uh blueberry hill yeah. he owns i think he does he own the pageant i don't i don't even know, don't know. if you but go he owns, there he you'll owns see it so on the wall that he has all those pictures of all the celebrities that came to blueberry yeah. hill and just took a picture with him there at his he's got like 50 that's why yeah. pictures with nelly on that wall really too. yeah why remember, do you have 50 you need remember, one or two <laughs> but remember what we is were, it we were counting them that night and we were like <laughs> oh my god hey look he's with that guy he's with that guy oh my god hey another nelly another nelly another nelly another nelly <laughs> oh and look over there it's nelly That's so yeah the nelly. guy yeah but you know nelly or sam's just been racist <laughs> no sam it was a different black guy, black guy. <laughs> says right now barack <laughs> <laughs> sam that's murphy lee okay all right all right my bad, my tomato bad. tomato tyrese right, right. sam that's al green yeah that's actually a picture of me <laughs> So All right, before this like before this turns into naming <laughs> black guys, let's uh let's actually I like that show. Let's make that <laughs> Wednesday nights. We name black guys. Uh, so the second so the second one on this right. list, Blueberry Hill was the first one on this list in Esquire from St. Louis. The second one was Canetto's House of Pasta. Never been. And she actually describes this as this this uh, writer from St. Louis. She yes. describes she describes this as um, the crown jewel. Of the Hill neighborhood, Ooh. I never Those heard are about bold this. words. Yeah, mm. and she Nettles? says with with great veal and amazing toasted ravioli. Okay, <laughs> I I've been to Canetto's a couple times. Um, I do like it. I wouldn't say it's the crown jewel. I feel like this lady that wrote it 
She said they have great veal. She says they have amazing toasted ravioli. Guess what? So does a lot of places on the it's hill. It's really hard to yeah. fuck up toasted I, I feel like she's only been to the hill once, and yep. Canetto's was the restaurant that she went to. So now she calls and it that Condra. was and yeah. now she, she had call, like yeah she had a mind blowing experience and now that that's the ultimate. Well, maybe you guys aren't giving Canetto's is due. Maybe Canetto's is good. Canetto's is good. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away. But the crown jewel of the hill, it's like it's just it's hard to say that there right is there. a crown jewel <laughs> of the hill. <laughs> Charlie Gito's. What do you mean? Charlie Gito Favazas, Regazzi's, like you know Giovanni's, Giovanni's, and I've never I've never been there. No, not Canetto's. There's no. Okay, it's close. He wishes. Uh, yeah. G- but G- but G- <laughs> Giovanni's, uh, Giovanni's, uh, I, I've never been there because I, I can't afford it, and none of my family could afford it. Like, there's no fucking way. It's expensive. It's, it's uh, gone. Oh, is it? Giovanni's is, it, is, Giovanni's is gone. Oh, I work on the hill, and it has uh, it has uh, plywood in the windows and the door. For your non St. Louis people, the has, hill is our small Italian um, community that yes. we have in St. Louis. Very known for the pasta, toasted ravioli, pizza, um, and, the, off, uh, and their fire hydrants that's uh, <laughs> painted as an Italian flag. So that's what the hill is. And oh, then apparently, yeah. I can't even say the word. What is it? Cotazinos? Canetos. Canetos. It's every restaurant with a, like O at the end of it. Uh, yeah, Italians. It's either O's, I's, A's, E's. Love their O's, apparently. If, if, you're, if you're Italian, if you have an Italian last name, you have Val at the end of your last. There we yep. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Canetto's House of Pasta on the Hill was on this list, and then Pappy's Smokehouse, I which is that, uh, yes. that's. I could see that because Dara's shaking, shaking, shaking her head. shaking her head right now. No. This is a nationally ranked <laughs> restaurant. Why it's wouldn't cool. this be on the list? It's cool. Um, so I, per- and you guys are going to judge me as soon as this comes Oh, yeah, I'm thinking I know it, right it. I already know it. Um, I like Sugar Fire, like traditional oh. St. Louis barbecue. And there's actually people, um, when I was working for Victoria's Secret, we had lost prevention guys coming in from Ohio, Baltimore, all these different places, and they're like, I need to go to Sugar Fire. Like that was their staple. They went to Sugar Fire and they went to Emos for lunch all the time because they were like, this is the best damn barbecue I've ever had in my fucking life. And I'm like, wow. And then I ended up, I actually tried it for the first time at Victoria's Secret, which is terrible because I'm a St. Louis native. But I was like, wow, this is fucking delicious. So I may be biased because all that happened. You know what I'm all, the only thing I'm hearing right there is that when you're working at Victoria's Secret, (laughs) you're eating barbecue and then handling underwear. I, like, are people buying plane. like a thong with like a freaking barbecue? Sam, they stand have on found, it? they <laughs> have fountains. They can, well, you think they have a rule against wait, washing their hands? I'm just like, saying. Do <laughs> you think Dara's just sitting there going? Let me fold the. Well, you know what? In your defense, I haven't seen a water like a like a faucet in Victoria's Secret. This pair of pants is juicy. I don't know, man. All right, so yeah, Pappy Smokehouse, the reason why it was on this list was because it has routinely been voted as the best barbecue in town and was voted having the best ribs in America uh, by the Food Network, mm. according, according to the Food Network. Uh, what do you guys, uh, you know, like, you guys think that other bar? Dara said Sugar Fire. Do you guys think another barbecue place w- is better than I Pappy's? I would agree with the Sugar Fire when you said it. It was like, it's awesome. I haven't had Pappy's in like years again because it was like, I don't want to wait in that line that they always yeah, have. True. I don't know the exact time where you can go where you don't have to wait in a line. It's always a line, um, and then they sell until they sell out. So they sell out every day. Yeah. Based on that, I'm going to say they're great because there's always a line there, but I haven't had it in a while, so I can't really be a fair judge there. Fair enough. Okay. So okay. just by the popularity, I got to give it to them. I, 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 would, I, would, I, would give, I would give Pappy's the pop. The popular vote. Gotta I can see why because, they're yeah. they're on there. So okay, all right. So we had Pappy's, we had Canetto's, and we had um, Blueberry Hill. Blueberry Hill on this list of three. All right. If you were to pick, you can't pick those three. If you were to pick three restaurants in the St. Louis area that America cannot afford to lose, what would those three be? Can I go say emos? Is that you, you ridiculous? Can say emos, yeah. Because I fucking emos, love me some emos. emos. We can go with that. Yeah. <laughs> emos, I think, is emos is St. Louis style. There's mm-hmm. tons of St. Louis style places here, but emos is the most famous. So yeah, okay. So one emos for you. What would be the second one? I um, but it has to be like St. Louis related. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's something in St. Louis. 
like okay, a local. Well, then, then I am gonna say Sugar Fire because it is really delicious. I love that one, and then I actually love um, Stacked, which is um, oh, man, it's I a burger place, isn't yeah. it? Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. it's like custom, really like gourmet, fancy burgers, and overall, just the place is really cool. The vibe's great. I also love me some burgers and fries, so you can't go wrong there. Okay. There is nothing better than a filthy burger. I, I know, and they're all like fancy too. They got like eggs on them. There's pineapple on that shit. Like they mm. have a whole bunch of fancy stuff. Tyrese, what are you? What are you going? with three three stacked. restaurants that so stacked sugar fire emos for dara what what are your, what are I'm your a, my first restaurant I actually never been to um <laughs> I, i've never been there but i the the amount of people who talk about it the amount of people who say this is somewhere you need to go if you go to st louis and you say restaurants this is like one of the top three things that pops up uh is the crown of candy Crown candy. Yeah. Oh, it's, how did I, never, I forget that? I've never Air been Steve. there, but so many people has talked to me about it. So many people said that you oh. need to go there and yep. just like just seeing it in the Google search. That's going to be the first oh, thing wow. you pop up. It's in a really okay. So I'm going to have to say that has to be some type of important to St. Louis if I'm hearing it so much. Okay. okay. Second one is one of my favorite restaurants. I'm going to have to go with the Broadway Oyster Bar. Broadway Oyster Bar. Yep. Oh, just because the vibe in there is awesome and just like everything they do as far as food wise is great to me. So I'm going to have to go with that they one because need. I don't want to I don't want to lose that one. Okay. It's a St. Louis place. Booster. And I like the I like the Cajun that whole like Sudor area right there, that whole Cajun um, feel to it, I love it. The, so, or, the New Orleans type, the New feel, Orleans, yeah. it's like it's the river, and that's always in that area. So that Broadway kind of. And we're rolling, rolling. Okay, rolling. I was like, where are you going with this? Rolling <laughs> on the river. Uh, Booster, what what are your three uh, that three St. Louis places establishments that America cannot live without? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, agree that uh, Pappy's I think is the best barbecue. No, in you town. can't. You can't pick the original three. All right, fine. I won't. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, all right, um, uh, Fortel's Pizza Den or Tivoli Pizza, one of the two, I know Sam doesn't like me saying that, but I I grew up on Fortel's, sucks, Tivoli Pizza, all right, 10 times better than Tivoli Pizza, this is his chance, he's picking his restaurants, it's also more expensive for for this, (laughs) (laughs) your opinion is wrong, you're gonna like these two, um, the, uh, the other one I would say is Bailey's range, maybe kind of a lesser known one, but it's, uh, it's a burger place that is just kind of like next level. They have like steak a pois burgers, um, like it, like caramelized onion jelly or, uh, all this amazing stuff. And they have this lemon drink there. That's like vodka, limoncello and lemonade all together. And it, it will absolutely knock your socks off. It is amazing. What's your third one? My third one <laughs> is going to be Sam Steakhouse. Ooh, I yeah. couldn't not put I it on there. The there. prime rib there it's is so fucking it's good. expensive as hell. It it's is down expensive. the street from it's my expensive. fucking house. It's like 60 I've bucks. Never been there. It's, it's like expensive. I've bucks. never, I grew up it's right, so right by there. Mm. Never been there. Ne- it's not just once? So, no, it's so expensive, man. It I, is my, really my expensive. family didn't have money, a lot of money growing up. You know what I'm saying? All right, here. I got, I got four. Okay. And one, one I feel like, okay, so this is. You can't change the rules. Well, when you, when you hear these four, you're going to think, okay. All right. I'm going to go one just because, you know, family place to me means a lot. Regazzi's. Home, home, like home of the fish bowl. Home of the fish bowl. I mean, the Italian restaurants yeah. or it's going to be in this <laughs> That's the only one. That's the only one. <laughs> uh, Mission Taco. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I feel like I feel like when people come here, then they they see Mission Taco, they go to Mission Taco. Mission Taco cannot go anywhere. Oh, the queso. Ted Mm. Drews, not really a restaurant, but it is a food establishment. Okay, I didn't didn't know we can't live without. You know what? I'm I'm not a big fan of like custard or ice cream. To tell you the truth, I don't hate it, but it's not. It's fine. It's not something that you can live without. It. America can't. Okay. Okay. And then the the fourth one that I'm gonna that I'm gonna name up is Gus's Pretzels. I would have to agree yeah. with that actually. Because Gus's yeah. pretzel is just, do they just so make, famous. Do they just make pretzels? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they make like I, uh, Do they pretzels. make anything like is it cheese oh, in the pretzels? Just wait, just do wait. Do you put so meat in there? You can do so every single year, um, my boyfriend's family, they do um like a birthday uh pretzel thing and it's in the shape. Uh, it's like a giant a pretzel. No, no not okay. a penis. The shape of like the age that they're turning. Okay. And then they have all the little pretzel bites in it. And then they have this delicious like honey mustard that they make specifically. Bam. 
Guys, Natasha. tune in tomorrow at noon to Underground St. Louis for an underground interview with Natasha Kwan, owner Ooh. and chef of Diego's Cantina and Frida St. Louis, as we discuss the new restrictions recently set in place by Sam Page for St. Louis County Dining and how it has impacted St. Louisans in the restaurant industry. Mm. So, yeah, that's going to be tomorrow at noon. Uh, but, guys, bringing it, I think it's all going to be all right. You know, with you the restaurants so? and stuff like that, with the blues, all I'm that kind of stuff. Which I'm brings us it. to our featured I song tonight. Knew it. <laughs> and that oh, it's is coming. It's All Right by Spilly Nelson. Spilly? Spilly Nelson. He's he's Willie Nelson's retarded cousin. I'm going to get like uh, a bell for your transitions or something. I'm ding, getting ding, like ding, a ding, fucking ding. bell every time you nail it on the head. <laughs> Guys, this song is courtesy of our friends over at Beyond FM. Stick around. More Underground coming up next with the three pandemic pets you should avoid adopting in St. Louis. But without further ado, here is It's All Right. <laughs> That was It's All Right by Spilly Nelson. And mm. if you guys want to hear bands like that perform 
live. Make sure you check out Diamond Music Hall in St. Peter's, Missouri, right across the Missouri River outside of St. Louis. It's the best music venue uh, around. Really, it really is. Also, if you are a musician and want to take our your act from the small stage to the big stage, hit up TAC Entertainment. That is TAC with two Tease. Mm-hmm. They are a concert promotion and band management company that will help make you famous. So hit them up. And Tyrese, speaking of all these awesome fucking companies around, go uh-huh. ahead and tell people where they can find Underground St. Louis. Well, thank you, Sam. I like that uh, that transition you gave me. Hey, guys, make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to us on our YouTube page. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, if you like the show, invite your friends to follow us. You can also catch the show on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And you can also check out our website at undergroundstl.com for exclusive content. Because after all, we go deep. deep. Yes. All right, Booster. What is the third topic of the night? Uh, Apparently, we're talking about the three pandemic pets to avoid. So what is... Are you like you seeing them down the street, or we shouldn't get them at all? Don't get them. You know, you <laughs> just like you gotta just stay away. No. All okay. right. So, so this was an article uh, from STL Magazine by Amanda Wojtus. Just walk across the street. Yeah. or whatever. Uh, so during the pandemic, people were adopting pets left and right because most people were You're staying home. home, cooped up all day, away from society, and needed something to love. Uh, a lot of dogs and cats were adopted, mm. along with a lot of exotic <clears throat> animals as well. Well, uh, the St. Louis House Rabbit Society, that's actually that's an actual thing, uh, reported that in 2020, the organi- the organization... I hear that rescued- organization's really hopping. I like that, but I, don't, I like that. Anyway, they they reported that uh, they rescued more than double the number of pet bunnies they've seen in years past. It's likely because people bought the bunnies while bored and social distancing, then quickly realized that the animals are more responsibility than they bargained for. Are they, though? Like at bunnies. What do bunnies do? Just oh, they all tear your shit yeah. up. My bunnies do. You just they toss some I've never down owned in the one. basement or I've something, never owned right? one, but I heard, like, they are they are messy. Mm-hmm. Bunnies? She yeah. had, yeah, like, they, all uh, the bedding they everywhere. Have, they have hay as bedding, and so, mm-hmm. like, no matter what but you, you do, they're going to get hay. that, right? How about you don't give hay as bedding? Maybe I just give them, like... Uh, keep some more. That's pretty much the only... I mean, that's the only viable thing to use okay. because, uh, I mean, the the other options are like those little chips. Rabbits need to be outside, man. Rabbits need to be outside. They're not They're not a house pet. I feel like, yeah, they're cute. You know what I'm saying? They got a cute nose. And their ears are cute. See, the the domestic the domesticated go, yeah. rabbit can be used as a house pet, but they're different from what dogs are they and used cats. for though? They, uh, I mean, well, I mean, you know, because I well, companionship. yeah, companionship, companionship. That's it. Though. That's it. Like um, a dog, a dog can fetch you things. A dog can protect your family. A dog can tell you when the intruders are coming in. What the fuck is the rabbit? <laughs> they'll they'll eat up all but the extra vegetables you're not going to eat. A cat can catch mice. A cat can catch other vermin. Okay, a cat also like goes around. You can cuddle with a cat. You can cuddle with the cat. I'm just saying the freak of the cats can keep away other cats. Okay, maybe small dogs. All I'm saying is, what the hell is a rabbit going to do? Sam so you, so you judging pet. love by how useful they are? Yes, <laughs> yes. Keeping other pets away from you. You That's, love this animal. There's no use for it. Hard. You're only you guys, getting it to just say you have it. There I can't wait for you like to a have hamster. a kid. <laughs> just what I'm like, you useless. You're not doing anything. A kid compared to a rabbit? Yeah, I compare kids. How to dumb is no, 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 no? No, I said yeah. How dumb is that? What it's like mean? a hamster. When that kid turns ten, I can at least have it yeah, mow the lawn. Yeah, but but that, that first two years, we're not going to mow the lawn. The first two years, it's useless though. That's, That's why like, you you get Sam hates rabbits. You are, That's why Sam hates you are rabbits. Investing, you are investing in a child. You're not investing in a rabbit. You're not saying, hey. What if I need to make what? stew? You know what? In 10 years, this <gasps> rabbit is going. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. It's not used oh, as a pet then. You're killing it. It's it could be a pet. I'm appalled. No. <laughs> it could be a pet before you freaking slit its throat. Jesus the Christ. Blood. Well, how else are you going to make stew, Dara? I don't want to make rabbit. stew with a rabbit. Oh, I'm really not about good, it. Okay, anyway, now, all right. about that rabbit? Getting back, <laughs> getting back to killing to rabbits, the three guys. Three pandemic pets that you should Who else are you going to kill? All right, so this exquisite <laughs> journalist, Dish. Amanda Wojtas, gives us three animals to definitely avoid adopting. 
Uh, the first one on the list is going to be. Was it not the rabbits? No. So we can't adopt rabbits. No, these these three are worse. <laughs> she's okay. saying don't adopt rabbits, rabbits, but she's saying definitely don't okay. adopt these. So I'm the first the one on the r- list is the armadillo. See, right off the bat, I don't agree with anything this woman says. <laughs> <laughs> I want an armadillo well, I want, and I want a rabbit. I want an armadillo. <laughs> Who doesn't? What? This thing turns into a ball. They're nasty. Look at that They thing. carry so many diseases. Yeah. They're gross. Unless so, you get a clean one, a fresh one. So this is what, this is what Amanda says. You shower it. <laughs> All right, this okay. is what Amanda says. What Amanda if you says. find one of these little guys in your backyard, let him go, because they, they do come up in Missouri. Mm-hmm. I've seen them really? on the highway. I've never yep. seen one of them. We don't trust anything that's tiny that can leap four feet off the ground that motherfucker can leap four feet off the ground and uh they also carry as dara said bacterium that causes hansen's disease aka leprosy you remember mm-hmm. the bible uh they are in they're they're in missouri folks you have you have you, you've never seen one i've never seen one but like yeah this is a wild armadillo you got to get the ones down at the pet store you but know it's what I mean? so like, cute why would you get no. like you want to get a so wild cute, bunny though. like a oh. wild dog you don't but get that so cute like, of course <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't get wild shit. <laughs> my sister lives out, both my sisters live out in Defiance and we see armadillos all the time. She actually has a video of them, one of them like running after a female trying to mate. Mm. And so my um, so brother-in-law. horny armadillo. <laughs> I mean, in that video, yes. Armadillo but no, porn. they're, um, so the, to your point of like jumping four feet in the air, they're actually more dangerous than deer because once you drive up to it, you have no idea what you're heading towards because who the fuck thinks they're going to see an armadillo in the middle of the road but then you come up to it they jump up four feet straight and they can do so much damage to your like radiator like your hood can get ripped up they can put like a hole through your fucking windshield like they're more dangerous than deer out there they're fucking crazy you know what that sounds like it sounds like a pokemon i know (laughs) it does sound like attack that that car you know (laughs) go squirtle like you know like all that it would be a don fan quick question okay so yeah go ahead (laughs) Would you make stew out of this? I wouldn't make stew out of any of the animals. I would use this. You want to know what I would do? <laughs> I would take the I would take the armadillo shell. Okay. To put the rabbit stew. Okay. In. And then now we're talking. Now right. we're cooking. So okay. to speak. So you think that's disgusting? I hit the ball here's on the, the head. Here's there. the second animal. Here's the second animal. Uh, the hellbender salamander. What a Check, name! Look this. Look at this guy. Fuck that. Yeah. That looks like, like a, a turd. turd. <laughs> All right, she got one thing there. The name sounded cool, but yeah, the animal looks horrible. Yeah, so this is this is Missouri is the only state that's home to both species of this giant salamander: the eastern hellbender and the Ozark hellbender. Okay, there's another one of it. Look at it; it doesn't even look like it's real. It looks like a dinosaur. They are among the most ancient creatures left on Earth. That makes sense. They are among prehistoric creatures. Huh. Very good. Yeah. So that's um. Uh, yeah, so they're they're here in, in Missouri. Uh, contrary to popular belief, they are not poisonous, okay. but their teeth are still sharp enough to break human skin. Okay, I mean that thing has teeth. Does that thing is it aggressive? Like, would they if you like stepped into the water, would they bite you? Like, it just looks lazy as hell. Not. They right? just hide. Like, that doesn't yeah. necessarily. I feel like if if you're fucking with it, like if you're poking at it. Yeah. You know what I think about salamander? Every time I hear a salamander, I think of Matilda. And you know when uh, Miss Trunchbull drinks out of the glass of water uh, and she has a salad? Like, that's how I think. Like, like, she's the fat shot put lady, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like PTSD from that movie and salamanders. I think of it. I'm mm. like, <laughs> No, so, so anyway, yeah, that, that's that's one pet to avoid. I don't know yeah, who would I don't have any pet. arguments against yeah. this right nope. here. Guys. Okay, you all right. The next fine. one, and this is actually, if you've seen Home Alone, you know that people do keep these for pets the missouri tarantula also known as the texas brown tarantula also known as the oklahoma tarantula also known as around, a, a fauna thalma hensi that was a good yeah. pronunciation right there so this is one of the most common species of tarantula living in the southern united states today it is here in missouri uh bites from this tarantula as with all tarantulas, are generally not a serious harm to humans except in the case of an allergic reaction. So, like, if you're allergic to spiders, you could get, you know, or you're allergic to it, whatever venom, poison they're they're putting out, uh, it could 
you know, spell danger. But due to the large size of their fangs, the puncture wound from a bite can also be painful and lead to secondary infection. You could also properly get treated. You could also get anaphylactic shock just like <clears throat> from uh, getting stung by like too many bees. Same yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that look at that thing though. Go back to the first one. Yeah, that that thing is. It's fucking, hurry. But people want that as a pet. I grew Again. up with two tarantulas. Sid and Charlotte. Yeah, my sister had two tarantulas, Sid and Charlotte. And I remember she reached her hand in to to give it food, like crickets or whatever. And that thing came up and there was two puncture rooms that were nasty as shit. Oh, it was so good. She was like bleeding in the sink. And I'm like, oh my God. If you just don't move, they're cool. They're fine. Well, but yeah. you make any sudden movements, like those things are like ready to go. So I got to wait. So if I'm holding one mm-hmm. and I don't want to be holding it anymore. I gotta wait for it to make its up, 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 up its own damn mind. So to get my, the hell off my hand. <laughs> my sister told me, and I remember being a little kid still, and she's like, "Don't move," and I'm like, "I'm not fucking moving." There's a giant spider yeah, in my hand, so I put it flat on the ground. And I literally let it just walk off because I was not gonna move and get bit. You know, I always I always think of the scene in uh, in Home Alone where he puts it <laughs> on his face and Marv, and he's in there. He what just gets all I know, right? Like. So it's so weird because these animals are so delicate too. Like mm-hmm. the tra- these tarantulas are so delicate that like if they fall from not even like a high height, they they just die. They can kill themselves really? because they're so Legit? heavy, right? So that's why it's just like if they fall off of your hand, it can like sometimes kill that tarantula. And that's what I'm always thinking about. It's like you can freaking fuck these things up if you want to. Like, is it weird that makes me sad? Like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> but it's would like, you? Yeah. But the most important question: <laughs> Would you put it in a stew? <laughs> no, I wouldn't put any of these mm, animals. Tarantula, in a stew. rabbit, bro. <laughs> bro, that sounds like All something together. that was on sale at with the a ghost side of school. salamanders. I like this, man. I like this whole thing that every time we bring up an animal, we got to see if we'll put it in a stew or not. <laughs> I think that's oh, going to be the ongoing thing for Underground St. <laughs> <Saint> Louis. <here. laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. That's going to be our show. We are at time. Uh, Thank you for watching Underground STL. Uh, We go live every Monday at 9 p.m. Apparently not this Monday. Uh, But you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. Yes, guys, we do this for you guys. We do this for St. Louis. We do this for the fans. This is Underground STL signing off. And as always, we go deep deep. to your mama's house. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you all for watching Underground STL Live. This show is brought to you by TAC Entertainment, live music and concert promotion, band management, tour management, and new talent development in the greater St. Louis area. Also, this show is brought to you by Diamond Music Hall, a premier music venue located in St. Peters, Missouri. Do not forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook and other social media platforms. Also, don't forget to visit our website at undergroundstl.com. Underground St. Louis is property of Underground Promotions, LLC. We will see you next time. And as always, we go deep. <laughs>